There we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Go Get Your Shine Box. I'm Jim, and I'm with the fellas. The fellas. And you got one angry fella. I am I am freaking so mad. I am going to be spitting, freaking shooting sparks tonight, boys. Mm, don't get mad. I am, I am tired of this. Well, I want to just say aloha we- from central New Jersey. I had to get that in there. Well, you did. And uh, I told you maybe we'll can that during the week and just add it. Okay. You know, as a regular. And, and, and uh, Paul, I might say you're spitting mad already. We didn't, even, we didn't even bring up the topic yet. That's all right. Pick your topic. <laughs> you're, just, you're just out of the box that way, right? That's right. But anyway, we... Um, who, you, who used to tell us that only animals get mad? Uh, that's the first time I heard that one. Uh, all right, well, okay, well, go ahead. Take it away, Jimmy. Is there a difference between mad and, and uh, angry? Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe. I think mad's when you foam at the mouth. Uh, yeah. But anyway. So, well, and if you really want to get mad, um, if, if you have two, two extra IQ points to rub together, we're going to talk about the this, it's going to be hard to say, the January 6th unselect committee wrap-up, okay, and the Trump charges that there ensued, um, which is pretty much a joke considering the whole thing was a kangaroo court. Um, but apparently you can't get people on the left to believe that. They think it was a, a uh, an official hearing. In fact, some of the local news uh, up in an, another unmentioned state was actually coming out saying that Trump had already been convicted of four counts. Really? Uh, this is, this is how that. premature the, yeah, the news is, was uh, spitting stuff out. Well, you know, I don't think the average uh, audio broadcast or video broadcast genius uh, is very bright. So they, they probably saw charges and they equate that to, you know, you name it. Well, Democrats have, have never been blessed with an overabundance of intellect. As a matter of fact, I, I think in order to fix this country, Democrats should not be permitted to vote for at least a full generation. That's how long it would take to unfornicate everything that they've uh, destroyed unscrew their minds or something i don't know yeah um but you know that being said you know without going down that uh, rabbit hole you'd also would have to change the whole essence of the culture because if you still have the same propaganda and the same nonsense and the same I- illicit federal secret agencies prying into every nook and cranny of our lives hey you're just going to pump out another because well statistically uh, the you know the people that lean left are susceptible. We talked about this before. They're susceptible. We had to do a whole show on that just so we, you know, somebody can't say, well, you're just spitting stuff out. How come you don't cite anything? Well, I'm not a college professor, so I don't have to cite shit. So, <laughs> but this is an opinion, Joe. Um, That's right. In my but, opinion, counts. You know, I, I just I have to say I'm a little bit disappointed with the American people. Um, I, I gave them more credit than they deserve because – these people are stupid, you know. It, it amazes me. Well, I mean, again, we're leading up to what we're going to talk about, but just pick Pennsylvania, for example. And it's like anything else. They they put Fetterman in, who makes actually makes uh, Joe Biden look like a um, not a mummy. Um, but that being said, it wasn't the majority of the, the the state that did it. It was the electorate that had the power in you know in the Philadelphia area, you know the Harrisburg area, like we talked about the Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Um, but you couldn't you could do a man on the street right now. You couldn't find two people that voted for the man. So, Actu right. uh, put him in. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, how how does that get changed so it's fair? How, I don't I don't understand that. Well, you see, your corrupt people have to have more money than their corrupt people. Yeah. Well, apparently, how you change it is you open the border and then you uh, you ship uh, 
an array, multifaceted array of, of um, nationalities all over the country uh, and into different places that, you, you know, like Hazleton, Pennsylvania, where you need a boost of um, mulattoes uh, to get the, the, the entire freaking county changed to another color. And I'm not talking about black or white. I'm talking about blue or red. You know, that's exactly what they do. And if anybody yeah. thinks doesn't think Obama is up to his freaking uh, flappy ears in this, they're wrong because he started it, um, right? In mass, in our face, you know, we all know what was happening behind our backs. Well, not we we don't all know, but some of us do. So yeah, he he, he was at, at least the recently the originator of the death of this country. Country, uh, you know, we were called racists for years and years and years with the express purpose of putting that piece of shit you know effectively or another like him yeah he was you know uh, they they pulled hillary out put him in they're both trained marxists i'm sure they had familiar backgrounds yeah and uh, i don't trust i don't trust anybody who has a a community organizer on the resume yeah but anyway so so uh these are the referrals and we can talk, I'll read through them. We could talk about each of them um, afterwards. These are the referrals to the Department of Justice from the kangaroo court known as the January 6th. Uh, yeah, let me committee. just remind yeah. remind our audience that the kangaroo court, this, this House committee, the Democrats hired a Hollywood producer to produce this as a show, as yeah. a, a uh reality tv show or entertainment whatever you want to call it they hired a hollywood producer to do it so if you needed any other evidence than that that it's all a joke uh then you're lost yeah other than the legal implications yeah i mean and and, and like you said that's a pretty simple litmus test hollywood producer uh multiple multiple shows on on prime time uh on tv so can we um, actually call it a court? I mean, is no. it, it's not no. even a court, right? So no. why are they calling it a court? Because it, that's there's certain it, people who believe of legitimacy to to stupid people. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I mean, it's not even a, can, a kangaroo court because it's it's not well, a court. I, well, it's well, just the, it's just a, a self appointed um, uh, committee to that has no power to really do anything. It's and it's funny because you always hear the the lamestream media say it's a bipartisan is a bipartisan panel because because Liz because Liz Cheney and uh, the 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 crying what's his name uh, Kinzinger Kinzinger is on there that's that's bipartisan two mm. two overt uh, Trump haters who by the way are, are have come to the end of their political careers um, for whatever reason. Yeah, well, Pelosi <laughs> wouldn't allow any real Republicans on there, so uh, I guess McCarthy withdrew all of them, and then Nancy, you know, went and made a deal with whoever hated Trump the mm-hmm. most uh, if they had an R next to their name. Uh, and, yeah, and McCarthy's uh, objective was to delegitimize it. That's what his, the, you know, because he still has this feeling that you can compromise with these people. Yeah, which is a big mistake. But anyway, the referrals were for obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to defraud the U.S., conspiracy to make false statement, and incite, assist, or aid, or comfort an insurrection. And Trump's legal team uh, obviously is you know, looking at the First Amendment uh, to defend this. So, I mean, if you want to take those one by one. Um, well, I'm pretty sure that last thing he said to the insurrection crowd was to go in peace, peaceful protest. Yeah, well, those were his last tweets. That's and that must we, be that must have been code for tear the place down. I don't know. No, but that's that's also one of the reasons that they had to close his account down so yeah. people that would disappear that evidence. So we went from January of twenty twenty one until. December of 2022 with that that whole period of this ridiculous committee uh, saying whatever they wanted and no being nobody knowing that Trump has said no violence the police are our friends go home with love in your hearts and blah 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 all disappeared 
Yeah, which in in if you wanted to call this a court uh, hearing, then you could call that obstruction. Yeah, yeah, and and tampering with evidence and omitting uh, exculpatory evidence and a, a litany of other legal terms. Well, and like I was talking, telling you before, it has come out that the FBI paid Twitter millions of dollars so they can get you know so they can get in infiltrate Twitter and suppress our free yep. speech and suppress anything that they don't want that doesn't fit their narrative and they don't want to get out. Yeah, and, yeah, and, well, that, and it's it's free too because it's, it's not our their money. Tax, our taxpayer money, my hard-earned money, was given to Twitter to suppress me. Yeah, that pisses yeah. me off a little bit. Yeah, and it's and it's not as simple as suppression either. It's forwarding an agenda. Absolutely. The FBI was saying, like, "Hey, listen, um, you know, this is this is what really needs to be out there, right? You understand, right?" You know, they got to be a little bit careful about what they say, but they were nudging these people in the direction of, of creating yeah. the, the narrative for the intel community. So basically what you're saying is that the FBI was working for the Democratic uh, Party. Yeah, 100%. The FBI represents the Democratic Party in this country. And the, and the second that they went to Twitter with false information, knowing it was false and presented it as facts, they broke the law. That was it. That was, that was it. They broke yeah. the law. The, and the yet, number one law. And yet they've got the, the Hunter Biden laptop, which is proven to be 100% accurate well that was it that was the first part that was right. the first that was the very i believe yeah. that was the first instance they the they, first, they the was already proven proven and they you know they presented it. and then it you know well, anyway not, not not just that they had it yeah they had the laptop for a year before they went out and started t- telling you know facebook and twitter that oh we think you're going to get some disinfo about hunter biden they lied straight up to change the course of American electoral history. Yeah, that, that's bigger than Watergate. So basically, the FBI, the FBI is wants to prosecute. The FBI wants to prosecute anybody that doesn't fit their narrative, and all laws that are broken by the Democrats, they want to ignore and bury them. Uh, that's effective, a fact. Effectively, mm-hmm. yeah. You know. Okay. So anyway, as long as we got that obstruction of an official proceeding. So w- which is. That's the first one, which is kind of ironic because what we were just talking about could easily be uh, overlaid on this. And of course, normal Alinsky tactics, whatever, you know, whatever you're doing, accuse others of doing obstruction of an official proceeding after we after the FBI paid millions. Uh, the second one was conspiracy, and I don't understand this one. Conspiracy to defraud the U.S. And this is this sounds like something Nancy Pelosi pulled out of her old hag bag. But what does that even mean? <laughs> Anybody? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Mueller? the obstruction, I understand. That's the yeah. uh, uh, trying to stop the count while we right. figured out what was going which, on. Which, by the way, is constitutional. Right. Yes. Um, this this thing, this part, I don't quite understand. But and if you think this one's hard to understand, what about the next one? So we can come back. But uh, the, the third one would be conspiracy to make a false statement. Now, let me just clarify that. This is essentially the representation of the Democratic Congress telling somebody a charge, wanting to charge somebody through the DOJ for making false statements. This is the ironic statement of the century. Yeah, I don't know what the context is here. What's the false statement? Is this this is it it, that the election was stolen? Is that what they're considering? it doesn't matter. It, it in, in and of itself, the charge was or is referred as conspiracy to make a false statement. Right. So I can't think of that. I can't even in a twisted mind, which I don't have, make that into something that is even remotely legal. Because basically what you're saying is you you conspire to lie. This is why I'm calling it the ironic statement of the century, wait, wait, because he, that's yeah. all they freaking do is lie. You conspired to lie. So you didn't actually lie. You just conspired to lie. Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. conspired to lie is means he talked to his attorney about it. You know. Yeah, it could. Now, in, in pure legalistic terms, if the if the part of that didn't say false statement, but it was conspiracy to whatever, 
the conspiracy is a federal, I mean, is, is a, is a felony, but this is a tag. This is like conspiracy to pet your dog. Right. In, in this case, conspiracy carries no weight because of the, the, the context of that small little charge. You know, we don't know what the, uh, what the full page legalese is, um, because probably because between all of them together, they couldn't put a, a coherent sentence to, in a line. Um, and then finally, and, and this one, of course, we all understand, right? Incite, assist, or they don't know which one, aid or comfort an insurrection. Yeah. Well, go in peace. Also another ironic uh, charge, considering that all of the people that were charged or incarcerated for uh, th- this uh, incident on January 6th, not one of them was charged or convicted of insurrection yet. Right. This doesn't, it doesn't, it's a pretzel. It's pretzel logic. It's like I said before, it's black magic. You know, they, they, they whisper spells to try and make them become real in, in the physical world. That's the, these people are just satanic level evil. Well, yeah. And if you spend two minutes on social media, you could see that it's effective. We had that conversation yeah. earlier. It's effective. Yes, it is. The one thing I can't, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to give them too much credit, but I will say they, they, they do, they do their hit. They do their homework. Now it's probably not theirs because they've never had an original thought, but they probably took this from some Nazi that figured yeah. out how to you know, propagandize in a most Alistair successful way. Crowley maybe. Or... Yeah. And copied it because yeah. it's a, uh, yeah, it's pretty in-depth stuff. Yeah. This so. is, this is, well, we talked about this before. This is they have a professional uh, working with them, some some dark wizard or uh, something. Something's going on. Oh, there's no doubt about it. So um, with that, I think it's time. Uh, I think it's time for another special treat, and we're going to play a little clip from the one, the only, Corinne Jean Pierre, um, and her her take. But uh, wait. And she's a, she's a spokesperson for the president of the United States. So so sit back and listen to this. Uh, Not just that. Seconds. She's lesbian. She's black, and she's a woman. Well, so she checks three boxes. I don't know how many boxes there are, but she checks the three top ones. Well, you sure? The, you sure she's, she's a woman? She's got the room temperature IQ box checked off. Too, oh, that's so. four. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm not going to play play the precursor music. But I'll just play her and and. Uh, and just devour this for 34 seconds. So I'll first say, and you've heard me say this many times, and the president as well, uh, we've been very clear from the beginning that what we saw on January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. And uh, the president has been very clear. Our democracy continues and remains under threat, and we all have a, have a part to protect it. Uh, The committee has been doing important bipartisan work to get to the truth of what happened on that very day. So we can we can make so we can make sure that that doesn't happen uh, again. So I'll leave it there. Yeah, she'll she'll leave it there. They want to get to the truth with the bipartisan effort. The truth. So it doesn't happen again. I like that. So it's the worst thing since since the Civil War. We, we, who were we, we were talking about the Civil War bone saw. They used, they were cutting people's legs off with saws during the Civil War. Okay, that's not, that's got nothing on this, man. I mean, <laughs> this is this is worse than um, Pearl Harbor. Didn't you see? Didn't you see Adam Kinzinger weeping? Weeping, I say. It brought him to tears. This is a big deal. Wasn't our wasn't our flag like? Um, Developed because of the blood. <laughs> on the, never mind. This, well, I, let me put civil, it this way: Civil if, War. If Adam Kinzinger had anything to do with the the, uh, the um, creation of this great nation, we'd still be speaking British. Yeah, so. that guy is. How does that? How does that guy get into the military? With he, he's obviously got emotional. Issues. Hey, don't don't. Uh, what, what was that Clinton thing? Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, yeah, that's he got under. That's how, that's what his uh, his squad uh, was was called. Oh, don't man. ask, don't tell. I'm with the 101st. Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
the guy, I think his name is really Alice and they changed it after he got out of the service or something because it, it's, it's, he obviously has a, a, a soy complex. There is um, something going on yeah. there. Yeah. The guy's ridiculous. Yeah. Jean-Pierre with her, uh, intelligent statement. Yeah. That, that's affirmative action sunk to a new level. I mean, this, you, you got to understand the entire world looks at this administration and it's a it's a clown show it's a joke they're they're freaking cake eaters they're like look at this you got trannies and gay queer this and uh uh uh, rocky and in the admiral suit and and uh, soldiers with freaking lipstick and high heels. Yeah. People, the entire fucking world is laughing at us. But at the same time, they're actually destroying this country. Yes. What they're doing is destroying this country. They're tearing it down piece by piece to where, to be honest with you, I'm, pre- I'm getting to the point where I don't know we can come back from this. Yeah. I, well, I don't know either. They're, they're, uh, they're ripping the, the hands off the moral compass. If you yeah. will, you know, which is bad. And 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 all this aside, it other countries are laughing at us. Other countries are arming and getting ready. Yeah. Because we're weak and soft. Yeah. Right. And yeah. there's congressmen. There's congressmen that need tissues. What what what, what congressman needs t- a tissue? Because he has yeah. to cry in public. This yeah. is not a man. And I'm not saying men can't cry. But you're you're representing your people, your country. You took an oath, and you're going to sit there and cry. And I don't mean to pick on on Kinsinger so much, but the guy's a disgrace. Yeah, an absolute disgrace. I don't know if he's married or not, but I don't know. I'm I I can't even imagine his wife is happy with that. Hmm. But I'd be crying about the trillions of dollars that they're flushing down the toilet. Well, well, yeah, Uh, and, and at the same time, we're talking about this. There's that little ass clown from Ukraine is occupying the Oval Office. Oh my yeah. God. I couldn't believe when I turned the TV on tonight and saw that. No. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, It's 730. He is right now making a joint freaking statement to the joint session of Congress in our freaking house. What's he Asking doing? for another $45 billion. Yeah. And, and uh, armament. He wants arms. He wants like you know, tomahawks and all that crap, you know? So another forty-five million is all I need. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, back to the J six nonsense. Yeah, and, and it's a good comparison to talk about the other stuff because all, everything we just talked about for the for the past couple of minutes was bigger than than uh, January sixth. January sixth yeah. was a bunch of freaking morons uh, that were having a good time. Were incited by inside, no doubt inside intel and uh they they swayed the crowd and like that you can always do and and they did some things they probably shouldn't have done uh that doesn't well, mean they I, should be political prisoners stuck in a dc jail for over two years yeah i i have a different view than just about everybody else i think that I'm was sorry, our we don't le- have time for that <laughs> <laughs> okay i think that was our last best chance there should oh. have been there should have been ten million of us there. They weren't even the they team. weren't even armed. There was chance that wasn't there was nothing. They weren't ready to do anything. They weren't even armed. I, they were. I, it was I a. They were, it was a part. Okay, they, it was a party. It was. I, it was I, a I understand. joke. I I've been there. I was I was at the previous one in December, or November, whenever it was. I'm saying though, that's what should have been. Well, it should have been. It should have been a hundred thousand armed, pissed off, freaking no, no, well, millions. I said ten millions. million, but a hundred thousand is a good start. Yeah. There should have been bloodshed that day, and either we win or we lose. But it should have been uh, kicked off, settled, well, whatever you want. And and in acceptance of your premise, Paul, I will say that the op position saw this um and of course they're you know they're they, they're looking at it through a different prism they saw this and they actually realized that you're probably right and that we're and it just didn't it didn't happen 
It's not going to happen. It's weak. We're weak. Yeah. Um, we're fat and lazy. Uh, yeah. And that's the way they want us. And that's well, you, know. you know what? You could say we're fat and lazy, or you can say, you know, we're civilized. You know, we don't yeah, have to go true. in there. Yeah. We don't, you know, really, do we really want to go in there and kill everybody? No, that's no, not what no, we want. No, what we that. want, what we want, is we want them to abide by the Constitution of the United States. It's pretty yeah. simple. Yeah, you know, nothing more, what, nothing less. But what are they saying in Brazil? What would they say in Brazil? You know, where they, you know, I, I don't know that the, it, it seems like other countries don't have any problem whatsoever. And I, I don't, I don't want to compare us to, to any third world countries necessarily, but it's looking that way. Those other countries, they don't give a crap. We're doing yeah. it. You know, I don't think you could get, stand in a room full of so-called men and find, and uh, out of, uh, out of 200, I don't think you could find two. Um, that would, that would actually take that step. But anyway, um, that's a that's a good conversation, and have. that brings us back to right where we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free speech, <laughs> the essence of free speech. Uh, the yeah. U.S. Supreme Court um, has obviously uh, had several cases over the decades uh, talking about the the uh, limitations on free speech, particularly the criminalization. So, I mean, uh, and there one there's one case, and like I said, they're they're looking at this a couple different ways. But in 1969 case, it's the Brandenburg versus Ohio. Um, Supreme Court uh, followed a twofold rule when dealing with speech. The case determined that in order to be considered criminal, speech must be intended to incite or produce imminent lawless action, and the speech must also be likely to do so. And mm. that is a two-edged sword because that precedent, if you if you go with the, the this January 6th committee uh, assumption that there actually was insightful speech and it was likely to cause uh, a riot or whatever, then, you know, that, that precedent is in play. But on the same hand, if you can, if you can prove that he didn't, that precedent from 1969 is, you, you know, works the opposite way. So it's kind of weird. Now, um, did, did you hear, uh, words from, uh, what's his name on this? Uh, um, the Dersh, the Dersh. Yeah, I did. I did. And, uh, I also, um, we have Not a that it necessarily matters because that's a Supreme Court thing. They you, can stretch this thing out over the next two years and even, you know, convict him in a D.C. court uh, and destroy his. Well, I'm assuming it would destroy his chances because he'd probably be off ballots and stuff like actually, that. Actually, there was a president. I, I don't know if we brought this up before. There, there was a president who actually ran his campaign from inside the jail. Because they tried this once before, back in the 1800s, I believe. I wish I had that in front of me. I think we did it on another show. Okay. Um, was was that in the U.S.? I, I remember yes, the story, yeah, but yeah, yeah okay. it was in the U.S. And in fact, I don't remember if the guy won, but yes, the the so this is another thing historically. You know, we're talking about people who are supposed to be brilliant. I, I don't understand why they don't know this because this is all. None of this can legally keep Trump from running for office. He can not, he can literally be incarcerated with pending charges and still run his campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, what about state by state? Do they have to put him on the ballot? Yes. If he, I, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but yeah, um, I'm going to say yes. Um, okay, well. Now, now, that being said, there was plenty of cases with the local, you know, the last midterms where people were omitted or late or whatever. So, you know, they're going to break the law and cheat. So, that's what I was going to say. What if, what if, you know, 30 states break the law and force Trump to take it to the yeah. freaking Supreme Court? Right. You understand it's lawfare. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Which they don't think that they want to do that, you know? Oh, oh yeah. That's, uh, and this has nothing to do with the American people, obviously. Because if, if, if anybody in Congress or D.C. or the area cared about the people of, that they're supposed to represent, number one, we would, we would have term limits in Congress. Number two, we wouldn't have um, broken Chad counts. We wouldn't know who the president was for two months. Uh, mm. Number three, if you took, if you were elected into office, you would take that office the very next day. You wouldn't wait three months. Right. Uh, and, and the list goes on and on and on. But there's the, the this is, we work or we live in, anybody here, you, you guys have seen Rollerball in, was it 1978 with James Conn? Mm-hmm. That's what this is. That That's what this is. Everything's corporation. The, the the FBI is a corporation, the government's a corporation, and we just you know, we're just here waiting for the soil and green. 
That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. As a matter the, of fact, I think the government is a corporation. Yeah, I, yeah. I, and I've it heard hires that it, argument from the uh, since the uh, Civil War. It hires plenty of robots. Uh, but the uh, committee investigating January 6th uh, may have referred, um, yeah, we, we all know this, um, the charges of Donald Trump to the Department of Justice for potential prosecution, but it's unconstitutional for members of Congress. This is this is the the part that we kind of glazed over the the um, separation of powers thing. You know that little yeah. thing, the thing you learned when you were in sixth grade yeah. when you were drawing. You know the maps of the of the uh, United States. Um, blah blah blah. Where would I go? Where? Um, yeah, it's unconstitutional for members of Congress to recommend prosecution for anybody. Uh, making the committee's determination a worthless piece of paper, and that's according to Dershowitz, or Dersh, as I know him. Him and I are like this. <laughs> uh, Congress has no power to recommend pr- prosecution. Uh, there's a provision in the Constitution against uh, bills of uh, um, attainder. Uh, those were uh, parliamentary indictments of unpopular people by name, and the framers of the Constitution uh, put only two provisions in the actual Constitution before the Bill of Rights, no ex uh post facto laws and no bills of um, attainder. So, I so will this pl- is basically nudge, nudge, wink, wink. We think this guy did some bad shit, Merrick. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so Merrick is getting the referral knowing, and again, I say knowing these people are lawyers. These are professionals, right? Knowing that it's unconstitutional for that transaction. So, yeah, and not caring. Right, not caring, which is again a breach of his oath, which is yeah. could be you know that that's an instant termination, you know, you know, obviously it would be impeachment, but um so but we were talking about the fact that nobody gives a crap about anything that has to do with the law when it comes to politicians. So they're in your face. They have half the country. Well, I'll, I'll call it half. We all know it's not. It's probably thirty percent. Right, but it, it you know, <clears throat> yeah, for for, for, for electoral votes, of, let's call it half. For ease of conversation. Yeah. yeah, half the country convinced that this was a, a legal proceeding. Um, they have most of the country convinced that they can actually do this. They have another half of the country thinking that, oh yeah, there's you know, um, Merrick Garland has to, you know, has to follow through with this. And at the same time, Jack Smith is an appointed special counsel who's already responsible for this. Yeah. So, it, and that's where I, that's where I think it goes is that, uh, Garland will, will pawn it off on the special counsel's office. And I don't know what that guy's going to do, but he ain't going to come up and say, no, Trump's not, not uh, guilty here. That, that ain't going to happen. Well, yeah. And, and on its face, it should be dismissed. It shouldn't even, it, this should be, it, this should actually Merrick Garland should actually publicly uh, denounce what's going on. Of course, he's 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 more of a stuffed shirt than Biden is. But that's if, if he was following the law, he would say, in fact, this is, you know, thank you for your time. But this is not you know, this isn't a, a legal um, avenue that I can pursue. Let, let me remind you guys that our intelligence community. In. Uh, uh, coincident in in stride with our media and the DOJ and the FBI just a few months ago claimed that Trump stole nuclear fucking codes and was selling them on the fucking world market. Yeah, which so was a lie. So if you think there yeah. is no fucking no no depths to which these fucking serpents wouldn't fucking crawl. You're sadly mistaken. Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Um, to sum up, uh, as far as I'm going to get into this article on, on Dersh, he says, uh, this is him quoting, look, I'm an anti-Trump Democrat. All right, whatever. I don't know. I don't understand this anti stuff, but whatever. That's what he said. I'm an anti-Trump Democrat. I'm going to vote for his opponent in the next election, which is about the dumbest thing anybody can say just because they don't like somebody, um, as I did twice before. Uh, but I put civil liberties in the Constitution before I put politics and partisanship. And Liz Cheney doesn't do that. Um, she switched alliance, uh, allegiance and she puts them before any constitutional right, which, which is a fact. Now, do I agree with, with their statement? I, I, I can't stand when people say, I'm anti, I'm anti this, I'm anti that. That doesn't, 
that that gives you no credibility. Explain what your problem is. I do appreciate the fact that no matter what, this guy Dershowitz stays within the Constitution. But I read that because there's always going to be somebody out there that says, "Oh yeah, you you cherry picked. You cherry picked." Well, let me tell you something. If I was going to cherry pick, it wouldn't be from freaking Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I I do give him some respect because he had he's got to have taken a real beating um, for for speaking constitutionally over the past five years when all all the the sycophants and psychopaths want is red meat. Yeah. Well, he, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? He did admit he was he was. Um... I saw him in an interview, I don't know, six, eight months ago, that he was de-invited. He was off a lot of guest lists. He suddenly had no invitations to these big galas he was normally going to. So, Mike, I'd like to talk to the guy and say, knowing that, knowing that you were ostracized from your own group, you know, these are reputable people, because because you took the the side of the Constitution over a person, that's the biggest red pill you could feed, feed to somebody. Yeah. Right, right. I, I was just thinking that because, you know, who cares what your political, what his political belief is, whether he's a Democrat, Republican, obviously he he's claims to be a Democrat. Right. Um, but he's following the Constitution to the letter of the law, to how it, how it's supposed to be. That is pretty much, that's what we're looking for. Yeah. That's all, that's all we really care about. If you just follow our Constitution, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. No. Right. The The problem is there are very few who do that anymore. And we all know this being gun guys right off the bat. Yeah. We know one of the biggest infringements right there. The, the, the constitution. I mean, look at the border, you know, uh, people, people getting, getting amnesty and DACA yeah. and all this bullshit. That's anti-constitution. There's, there's just so much anti or constitution ignoring uh uh shenanigans going on mm-hmm. you can't really that's that's like a quaint thing believing in the constitution well, actually they that's how they believe they think it's just it's a walk down memory lane yeah but i mean and there are you know granted there are occasionally victories like we had yeah. with roe v wade and the limited 2a thing but uh, you know, that's just a little bit of pablum for, for, for our side, you know? Well, yeah, this is, this Toss is them a bone. We're at the crossroads of where money, um, bumps into the love of money. Um, because if you want to break it all down, yeah. the, the most simplest terms, it's, this is all about money. The, yeah. the one commodity that you can't take with, well, not, not there amongst others, one commodity that you think you can, but you can't take with you. So, right. Let's let's listen to, to little Dershowitz here in his own in his own uh, voice. This is this is a minute. But, um, it's pretty interesting. And this was this is off of uh, uh, Salcedo's show, I think it was. But um, so it just cuts right into him starting. Yes, but it's even worse than that. The referral by a congressional committee vote to the Justice Department violates three provisions of the Constitution. Number one. Article one of the Constitution gives Congress only the power to legislate, not the power to prosecute or to refer cases to the Justice Department. Second, there's a specific prohibition against bills of attainer. Bills of attainer were British votes taken by Parliament to name specific individuals and to uh, prosecute them. And there's only one exception to this, and that is the 14th Amendment, which gives Congress the power to enforce the prohibition against anybody holding office who engaged in insurrection of the kind that took place during the Civil War. The action by this congressional committee is in clear violation both of the letter and spirit of the Constitution. And not only should the Justice Department ignore the referral, it should rebuke rebuke the committee for interfering with the separation of powers in our system of checks and balances. I'll admit he he uh, he said that slightly more eloquent than myself, um, but he he kind of that was kind of a rephrase for uh, reframe from from his article. Yeah, well, um, Harvard Law will do that to you, give you a silver tongue. You yeah, know? old school Harvard Law. I'm not I'm not right. I'm not convinced the new uh, Harvard Law does. But in any well, case. Yeah, well, new Harvard Law doesn't have any. You you know you 
they 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 let morons in right now. Yeah, okay, yeah. It, they don't go by your intelligence anymore. They go by the color of your skin. So, yeah. Yeah. so you, no. using his very his his own argument, if Merrick Garland does not rebuke, yeah, uh, these articles from this committee, then we know that the Constitution is meaningless effectively it, our, number our, one it's either meaningless or garland literally doesn't know um and if he doesn't know he's meaningless so but the, the result well, he, ends up he, being he the same. was he was up for a freaking supreme court you would think he, he ought to know why <laughs> isn't that funny wait, 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 wait. you would you would think uh, okay yeah yeah you would you would think um these yeah, guys are then, like then i said these are lawyers yeah, then then again, look at Katongi Django Bango. That oh, got that's in there right. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um, she is probably the most successful um, affirmative action hire uh, in the country at this at the moment. Pretty but, pathetic. Yeah. Really pathetic. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, Dershowitz wrapped it up, and in, in, in his own words, and I didn't have him uh, little literally saying it. So now somebody can listen to this and say, "Oh, just because you said Dershowitz says he's an anti-Trumper doesn't mean he's an anti-Trumper." But this, well, you know what? You're gonna have to glean something from his freaking quote. The fact of the matter is, this whole thing is unconstitutional, and you think I'm out of order? You're out of order. This whole damn trial's out of order. I'm just getting started. <laughs> Twenty years ago. But anyway, so yeah, um, there you have it. Uh, take it for what it's worth. I suspect we're going to hear something from from uh, Bakhut, regardless of uh, the legal or not. He's going to feel like he's pressured because I, that's all he does. Garland doesn't. I don't think he has much of a spine. Um, in fact, he could be father to Adam Kinzinger. Oh, you know, <laughs> there's something to think about there. Yeah. There's both, well, we don't want both to talk feckless. about uh, Garland's son. Uh, he, he's one of these guys. He's got a company supplying CRT and other crap. To, oh, right, right. Yeah, that's that? that's right. Yeah, yeah. They're making millions. That's why millions. Garland went after the parents who were who were objecting to that. At yeah. least that's uh, a reasonable supposition. Well, I mean, there's something we call logic and common sense. Yeah. And when you use the two of those hand in hand, amazing thoughts are produced. Yes. You know? the, the, the pictures come into clear focus. Yeah. I, pre- I, I prefer to, um, uh, I don't know, and, and I'm saying this metaphorically, I, and I don't mean to be uh, you know inciting anything, but I'd like to see one of the big buildings, useless buildings, like maybe the part of the Pentagon knocked down and a big coliseum put up a big Roman structure Coliseum put up and go back to the days of Caliglia and then see what happens. Do like jousting and feats of strength. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then we can, uh, we can uh, uh, hire or fire our senators with the, the rule of thumb as it were. Yes. And there we go. You know, so. um, I'm for that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to be knocked. You got my attention. I don't know if I want to be knocking down any buildings, but we've got like sports stadiums, which would work, you know? Well, uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty useless <laughs> as, as, uh, as we illustrated by doing our sports piece last week on the, uh, <laughs> the world cup. Oh, by the yes. way, Paul, who by the that? way, by the way, uh, much respect to Lionel Messi. Uh, glad that he finally got his world cup. And I, I gotta say, I just want to throw this out there. Uh, I noticed uh, Emmanuel Macron was there. He was. In, he was. Cutter. Yep. And yep. the 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 very white uh, um, coaches on the on the French team. Yep. Were not. Uh, I, I noticed that many of the the um, southern uh, southern France players had dreadlocks and and little uh, wool tufts and knobby shit in their hair and i was very uh disappointed in and here he goes. not having his hair hair done up like the cultural the, appropriation well no they, they, i mean they're the real french now right yeah yeah the the uh the team guys you know elon musk was there 
Elon yep. Musk, Jared was there, which I did not care for. Yep. Either that was a Photoshop or they were both standing together. Um, and that was a big, oh, look at look at the Jewish guy with the freaking South African guy. Oh, they're, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and the freaking Wahhabists, like, yeah. two feet away, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was me with the with the uh, white hat on, with the uh, braided thing around my head. Yeah. I don't know which whether they're Sunnis or Shiites or whatever, but I, I'm not that. Uh, yeah, I'm not that. Not, uh, it's, you know. privy to that religion, but um, interesting. It was an interesting game. Uh, it was fun. It went too long, um, but yeah, Messi got his his uh, his uh, 30, 35 years old. He finally got his first. Um, you know, I, and I don't know what those things are called, but I bet you, I bet you, I'd look good in one of them white suits, man. I think they they're called dresses. They look comfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you, you know, it's like a kilt. I don't want to ask the guy if he's got anything on under it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but anyway, How, what was the score? Uh, it was uh, it was a tie, three three, and then uh, um, what was it? Uh, I think it was like three, th three to two. Yeah, to on, two, on uh, the penalty kicks on the penalty kicks. Yeah, and, I'm and a, also in props to the kid for getting that final penalty kick that put it over. Yeah, uh, I, what was his name? La Maria or something? I forget his name. Yeah, he was. He wasn't even supposed to play, and that guy was an asset. Right. Yeah, yeah, he was great in that game. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of the the uh, the goal kicks, but when you have a playoff like this, when, or when it's not a, an aggregate playoff like a, if it's a championship like this, that's what they do. They don't they don't do the golden goal. I'd rather see yeah. a golden goal. First goal wins after the over you know after the overtime. But anyway, pretty cool. It pretty is cool. what it is. Yeah. So I, I saw Formula One did their uh, Secret Santa this week. Um, I guess they're yeah, gearing there was up. Somebody missing. Really? Yes. Who do you who do you suppose would not deign? To well, uh, get involved. To go to a Christmas party? Joe, you have to know this. You're the resident F1 expert. L Louis Hamilton. Yeah. He was hey, still, did he you was, hear that? Uh, um, he, was celebrating, he was celebrating not-so-secret Kwanzaa. Yeah. Whatever. Where, where everybody he, gets he, together he, he, and bangs their freaking 13th cousin. Uh, nobody gives a crap if Hamilton's there or not. Now, it looks like Andretti is pretty much almost a shoe-in now for the 11th team. For, so, oh, oh, really? Yeah, they're bringing an like, American team back. Yeah, looks like looks like Andretti's going to get it. Is going to is going to get in. Um, oh, not a hundred percent right now, but they're really damn close. Wh right which now. Andretti are they are they sh pushing out now? Mar Mar Mario, Mike, Michael, and Mario. Oh, the the grandson. Yeah, yeah. It's Michael's team, but you know, but yeah, it's, right. it's his father. It's man. not going to be an Andretti driving. I would right. say. Gotcha. gotcha. No. Wow, no. that's huge. Um, yeah, but they're fighting, man. They don't want him in. No, they don't no. want him. They don't no, want an American because want because I'll tell you what, Andretti is. If he gets into F one, he'll have a team in. I think every motorsport that's available. Yeah, you know, and, and you know what, and they've got the ingenuity, they've got the backing, they've got the knowledge. They're going to put a, a car out there that's going to be aggressive and it's going to be competitive. Yeah, and that's what they don't want. And this is what this is this is why I like motorsports because Joe just came to life. <laughs> <laughs> and being Doctor Doom and Gloom, let me uh, uh, just throw a little cold water on. on I throw uh, a little wrench in there. Yeah, uh, I'll just say two words: uh, Tech Inspector. Huh. Let me let me tell you, the Andretti team ain't going to get away with shit from the tech inspector the way you know ferrari or right. red bull or whatever will hmm. so don't 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 get your hopes too high there mister uh, you, you just a killjoy you know that's just a, <laughs> just a you're just a you're just a buzz a buzz kill but i we're not going to see andretti this season obviously we might see him next season yeah it's, it's a good hype though it's Hopefully. a good hype we need an american team in there um I, oh, well, I we got haas is is but, american team but don't forget don't forget this is why the Americans aren't in there anymore because, you know, Americans are freaking crass and they're a bunch of freaking rednecks when it comes to motorsports. It's like soccer and football. You got the NASCAR fellows that they want to, you know, they want to throw bottles on the, on the freaking track. Uh, and, and then they're like F1. Yeah. We don't do no F1, you know? Well, there's so, right now we're going to have, you got Miami, um, Las Vegas, Texas, is uh, already, Dallas. Yeah. And well, Montreal, which is pretty close to the United States. They're not going to let them do four. 
And you well, think? Well, well they're, they're already doing. They're already doing Vegas, Dallas, and I mean, the, I think the second race of the season is in Miami. Holy crap! I might be able to go to that one. Yeah. It, it, plus, there's there's Mexico, so they could do a whole lot uh, of northern uh, hemisphere. I tell you, you know, this is not going to tell you that what really pisses me off. Um, there's Miami sold out. Um, all the all the races next year are sold out. Every damn one of them. You go and try and buy tickets right for Miami, and you have to buy them secondary market. Yeah. And the tickets are 10 times what they were, what the face value is. You won't I'll, be able to find a seat for less than $500. I'll see if I can hook up with uh, some of my uh, Cubano compadres down there. Well, you know what? You do that because I really could use two. I want two seats <laughs> for me and I'll Tom. send you pictures. Yeah. And we're already, we're going to Canada and it's going to cost us. Um, it's going to cost oh, us. Oh, yeah, that's right, Joe. Hey, I got to go. Oh, we can go to Canada. You don't have the right friends. My friend no. has a my friend has a GT forty in his hangar. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. And you, and you make me feel bad because I don't have any friends. Yeah, poor Joe. You know, <laughs> I know. I told Joe once before. Never feel sorry for a guy that has to complain about his own airplane. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> My, I went over to my buddy's hangar, and there, in between his two airplanes, <laughs> he, he had a GT40 covered up in bubble wrap. Oh man, unbelievable! Cool, cool car, man. Yeah, God, yeah. God bless him, man. I, yeah. I don't begrudge him at all. Let him go. Oh, I bet. So anyway, and we're not talking about him. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're squeezing balls here. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're going to close by doing a couple of uh, a couple of verses of "O Come All Ye Faithful." Um, oh, do you yeah. want to start us? Want to start us off? <laughs> Is that oh. what we're doing? <laughs> no, but we're going to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, we uh, we're going to put out a uh, uh, Christmas release short. Uh, it's going to be a narrative uh, version of the Nativity, and then we will come back. We're going to take a short break, actually, and come back after the. Uh, after the first and um meanwhile everybody just uh hit us up on your favorite podcast site uh, we're at uh, 10mmm.org on youtube and rumble and uh reach out and let us know what you think and uh, your support is uh welcome warranted and uh needed that's right and remember jesus is the reason for the season absolutely say Amen, his brother. name the king and uh try and forget about Forget about life for a while and uh, enjoy time with your family and uh, pay pay particular attention to the kids, uh, you know, because they get all excited with the presents and all that. And yeah, have a great time. And I will be back with the doom and gloom after the new year. Yes. And meanwhile, we're going to unwind and forget about politics for a while. Sounds good. Merry all right, Christmas, all. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>